Hello again, and welcome back to Ring My Bell, the premiere podcast about two of my favorite things, Taco Bell and masturbation. We're back once again, and today on the podcast, we have Daniel Spencer, who uh, is uh, up to a lot of different podcasts. I'm not going to take the time to name them all off here. They can do that uh, if they (laughs) so choose to. Uh, How's it going, Daniel? It's going quite well. How's it going with you? Oh, it's uh, it's going pretty well, other than all the weird technology hurdles we had to to overcome just to record this today. Um, but otherwise, you know, doing all right. Good to hear. Uh, so um, I don't know if you've listened to the podcast at all, but uh, I always give the choice to the guest whether or not they want to talk about Taco Bell first or masturbation? Uh, the choice is totally up to you. Which would you like to do first? Let's talk about Taco Bell first. Excellent. So, uh, usually uh, when I have guests on, I ask what their usual go-to order is at Taco Bell. But uh, when we were setting this up, you indicated it has been actually quite a while since you last had Taco Bell. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes, uh, I can't remember specifically i think i was still working at a portrait studio which would have put it is oh boy uh i think that's almost it's 11 or 12 years ago okay yep that is quite a while um and you know it's also at, at that point it's like it's hard to figure out what exactly you probably would have gotten because the menu has changed uh, quite a lot um, in uh, in those 10 or 11 years. So um, uh, so is there any specific impetus as to, to why it's been so long? Is it just kind of like a, you just haven't uh, felt that craving or... Yeah, I haven't specifically felt the, felt the craving. Um, it's... So I'm, when it comes to uh, Tex-Mex, quote-unquote, I'm a little picky, I guess. Uh, I'm not a big fan of uh, lettuce uh, in my in my tacos or nachos, which are normally the, the things that I will enjoy. Um, and, uh, like, sour cream and, like, chunks of tomatoes I'm not huge on, and I feel... Uh, real uncomfortable uh going up to order something at taco bell and just being like yeah can i just have that with like just the meat and cheese that'd be great uh-huh yeah a thing that i've talked about a lot on this podcast is this weird dichotomy of taco bell where they are absolutely about letting you customize whatever you want like the whole menu top to bottom you can uh, add this, remove that. They make it so customizable. Anything can be vegetarian, just sub out beans and, you know, all of that stuff. And I'm like, oh, man, when I am rolling up to the, the drive through and I'm, I'm talking to a difficult to understand radio voice, I'm not going to be like, yeah, so I want this, but can you add this and remove that? No lettuce, no tomato, no, like th- there's a weird anxiety component to that for me where i'm like but 
you have it on the menu as this. And so that you're a fast food place. Like that, that's what you do. You, 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 you do the thing that's on the menu and then you give it to me. Like, I'm never going to ask for anything different. So <laughs> I totally understand that. Uh, I, I will say I did just remember that, uh, I was in a Taco Bell for uh, a video that uh, a friend of mine was recording um, and a scene of it was shot inside a Taco Bell and I may have had one of their cinnamon twist things and that would have been eight years ago. <laughs> so I should I should on, I should okay. update my timeline a little bit. Uh <laughs> But yeah, okay. it's um, it's just a weird feeling to like go up and just be like, yes, I would like this thing of yours, but I would like to change it a lot so that it's either completely different or just super duper bare bones. Right. Like, sorry, you do it wrong. Here's how to actually do it. Like, I feel like that's <laughs> what I'm saying every time. Yeah, that's exactly it. And I like my... My big thing is I'm like, I don't I don't really know why that is, because uh, I had an ex who worked for Starbucks. And so she would always be like, yeah, someone came in today and ordered, you know, such and such thing. And they subbed out that and that. And they're like 14 different changes. And like I, I everyone working that job has to be used to it. And I don't know why, despite knowing that, I don't know why I'm like but I can never tell them that they did it wrong because they're the ones who are making it and it's, it's their job. They know what they're doing. And okay, it's fine. Just give me the thing <laughs> every time. Yeah. Um, I should probably like next time I'm at a taco bell and I'm like, I, I ask, or I want to ask for some sort of alteration. I should just think about those Starbucks stories. She used to tell me, uh, maybe that'll finally help. Um, uh, but yeah, also, I, I just, I feel like if you don't like lettuce and uh, chunks of tomato and sour cream, like, as it is, even if you you like, you know, Taco Bell beef or whatever, I feel like you're, you're sort of missing out on a lot of what Taco Bell even is. Yeah, and like, I think that's part of why I just haven't had that strong desire to go, because like, I can get a you know ground beef and cheese taco or you know nachos or a burrito or whatnot from other places and it'll be i mean again it's been a long time but it'll probably be a little bit better uh, uh -huh. and so like i guess I, I haven't had enough of that experience of like what makes taco bell taco bell <laughs> to to get the to get those cravings right Sure. Yeah. I mean, I definitely did not used to eat at Taco Bell so much. And so there was always this, and I mean, now I'm part of it, but there's this whole, whole like food cult around Taco Bell where like, you know, you say, oh, I'm going to Taco Bell and everyone around you's like, oh my God, I'm so jealous. And then there's that, that other group that's just like, why? There's better Mexican food, like next door. You can go get that. But when you're in that Taco Bell cult, as I am now, Liv Moss, <laughs> 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 um, 
and also with you. Um, no, that's not. I, I got nothing. I'm I'm gonna work on that. I'm workshopping like what one in a Taco Bell cult. Uh, that call and response is really important uh, for a cult. I think. Um, so, anyways, yes, when you're in that cult, as I am now in that cult, I feel like that that craving is just like always kind of low level there. And if you have not been to Taco Bell in eight years, you know, someone says, oh, I'm going to Taco Bell. You want me to pick you up anything, Daniel? And then uh, you're like, no, uh, why would I ever want that? So I, I feel like it's kind of like you got to stay in that or else you don't get that craving because I never used to. And now I'm in it and I'm like, oh, shit, like I haven't had dinner yet. And I'm just talking about Taco Bell and I'm like, oh, God damn, I could sure go for some of that right now. So, you know, I think it's a feedback loop and a cult is what I'm trying to say. Live Moss. I, th- I think that's fair. Um, and uh, think outside the bun to you. Um <laughs> It's like there are other fast food places, fast fooderies that I have, I think, a very similar relationship to Bojangles, for instance, uh, which is uh, over here on the East Coast, uh, particularly in the Southeast Coast. In, In North Carolina, Bojangles is the absolute, in my opinion, the absolute best uh it's okay. it's fried chicken delicious biscuits fries seasoned quite heavily with this cajun seasoning that just mm-hmm. just does stuff to me and like i just scarfed down dinner and like talking about bojangles now is making <laughs> me want to go get bojangles so like i i get the the fervor and the cult aspect for taco bell uh, just not for taco bell uh so yeah i've never i've never been to a bojangles because i've not really spent any time in in your part of the country um and i only am aware it's a thing because of uh i think it was a munch squad segment on my brother my brother and me um, so, you know, he's talking about Bojangles. I'm like, what the fuck is a Bojangles? But yeah, I feel like most people, maybe not like the real hoity-toity foodies, but I feel like most people have like at least one uh, rest- like craving restaurant, like fast food restaurant. Mm-hmm. I, I would say that, yes, Taco Bell is probably mine. Uh, although... That didn't uh, that didn't always used to be the case. Um, the one that I always did uh, was uh, raising canes, which I I'm aware is also a a sort of southern thing. Um, but there happened to be one in my hometown back in Colorado. It was the only one in Colorado, and man, I discovered that shit. And I'm just like, yep, give me some chicken fingers, give me some of that dipping sauce, uh, give me way too many fries and i am in that so fried chicken also kind of has that same appeal um i think with fried chicken the thing for me is when i want it it's not a thing that i can just do myself whereas i feel like a lot of taco bell stuff is like i could buy like taco shells and 
um, you know, cheese and ground beef and whatever. I could do that myself. I am never fucking frying chicken because I will burn the apartment down. (laughs) So when that fried chicken craving sets in, it's like, well, shit, now I got to go find somewhere to get this. So I think that's if you're going to have a a sort of craving fast food restaurant, uh, I, I think fried chicken is a is a good way to go for that. Just because, you know, like I said, you can make a fucking Big Mac at home if you really wanted to. I don't know. That was a weird rant on fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's uh, I'm I'm super behind it. Uh, a funny thing about Raising Cane's, there's one in uh, North Carolina and I have never been to it. It is uh, <laughs> about an hour and a half from me. And I've similarly, I've heard people talk about Raising Cane's uh, and I've just I've just never experienced it. Uh, so, uh, I think here's, here's the trade-off that I'm suggesting to you. Okay. Um, I will go out to Colorado you and I will meet there. We'll go have Raisin Cane's and then I'll bring you back to North Carolina and get you some Bojangles and we can compare the two in our new, uh, in a new <laughs> spinoff podcast. <laughs> Hey, I'm totally into it. There, there was there was a time back before I had uh, as stable of nine to five employment as I do now, where I was like, it would be real cool to just drive around the country and rate all of the different regional burger chains. Oh yes, because you know you've got uh, you know all the you know Wendy's, McDonald's, whatever, but like every place in the country has those chains where it's like you know california's got in and out and texas has um whataburger and out here we've got burger time burgerville excuse me um and um north carolina's is cookout mm -hmm, yep back home in colorado there was uh good times which was decidedly mediocre except for the fact that they had uh green chili cheese fries which uh, oh damn what? that shit is good what oh yeah oh, oh yeah. boy my my ex and i used to go to good times and literally just get two orders of green chili fries and a couple of shakes and that was it like you don't need anything else than that no um so uh, but yeah i always thought that would be a lot of fun because every Sort of like with breweries, every local place is like, oh, we've got like the best whatever. Except not back home. No one's like good times is the best. Uh, sorry, good times. But yeah, I was I always thought that would be a lot of fun just to be like, you know, check out all these these regional sort of uh, uh, burger places. Um, so, you know, when we can all travel again, you and me, Daniel. Heck yes. <laughs> Let's do this. We're going to start start a new spinoff travel podcast called burgers and butt stuff (laughs) (laughs) excellent (laughs) um i don't know uh i don't really know if you've got anything else to to add about uh taco bell since it's it's been a while um i also usually ask about uh hot sauce um but taco bell hot sauce is a very uh specific sort of thing so um, I guess I'll ask when you are eating other types of food, be it fried chicken or Tex-Mex or whatever. 
Uh, do you usually go for any sort of hot sauces? Uh, so it depends very, very specifically. So I love hot sauces of pretty much any kind. Um, I was, I had a, uh, subscription, uh, at the beginning of this year to, a um, like a hot sauce subscription box that I got oh, new nice. stuff in the mail every month. And it was amazing. Uh, no, that was the beginning of last year. I don't know what time is anymore, Ben. Yeah, time time doesn't have... It's 2020. Time does not have any meaning here in, in the 2020 void. Oof. But um, I, I love trying different hot sauces. Uh, if I am at Chipotle, enjoying any of the fare from Chipotle, I will use an inordinate amount of the uh, Chipotle Tabasco. Because mm-hmm. that shit is the shit. For a long time, I would just put that, uh, literally put it on anything that I was eating. Like, <laughs> I uh, I got my uh, my old roommate hooked on it as well. And uh, we just went through bottles like nobody's business. Um, but as I started kind of opening up to different types of uh, hot sauces and, and exploring more, I found a whole lot of stuff that uh, that fits. So, like... If I'm eating at Bojangles, I don't use any hot sauces. Um, but like, if I get Bojangles and bring it back home, then I will use uh, one of you know one of the hot sauces that I have. Um, I'm currently on a big kick of this uh, garlic red jalapeno hot sauce that I got from Ooh, a Renfair okay. uh, booth that was a like a garlic booth that just had a whole bunch of different garlic related things. And I am anti vampire in the fact that I <laughs> fucking love garlic. So like, yeah, same garlic hot sauce just, just grabbed me and I was like, yes, okay. A hundred percent. I'm in on this. Yes, let's do it. And so I've been on a real kick of that recently. I am also a big fan of most hot sauces um, in in general. Um, I mean, I like... Okay, let me take that back. There's a whole world of hot sauces that are like, this literally exists to tear your ass apart. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, no, no, no. I, I, no. I like, I'm in it for the flavor and the heat. Don't fucking do this to my asshole. Precisely. So thanks. Um, so, uh, but yes, I'm a fan of, of many hot sauces as well. Um, We've got one out here called Secret Aardvark Sauce, which is a, a Portland thing. Um, it's very tasty. And pretty much if it's got habanero in it, I'm probably going to love it. Uh, that's kind of my kick. But yeah, I'm hot. I'm pro hot sauce uh, on like everything. So it just takes it up that extra notch. As someone who has not set foot in a Taco Bell in eight years or so, do you have any questions for me about Taco Bell? Yes. If I were, let's say, to go on my lunch break from work tomorrow to the nearest Taco Bell, what is a what would you say is a must order to get a good Taco Bell experience? And what is something that you think I should absolutely avoid? Uh, That depends entirely on whether you want the sort of like, uh, you know, like solidly edible kind of food or if you want the just like gob that garbage into my mouth sort of experience because taco bell provides both i feel like gob that garbage into my mouth is way more my fast food experience so 
Okay. So they do now have something called the grilled cheese burrito. It is. (laughs) (laughs) What? It is a burrito uh, that they then put cheese over and then grill the cheese on the burrito. Oh my Um, God. It is. I, um, I have had one. Uh, it's a, it's a new thing and it took me a while to get, and I've had one and I'm like, this is tasty in the worst way because it is just a giant bomb of cheese. Yeah, it is, uh, it is something else. Um, it also does not have any, uh, lettuce in it. Um, it had, it, uh, it does not have the tomatoes it has something called red strips which i don't actually know what those are uh that's a good question (laughs) red strips um i think it's just strips of pure red i mean that it does what it says on the tin (laughs) um so uh crunchy red strips are thin sliced pieces of red colored tortillas appearing in numerous Taco Bell menu items. Uh, so yeah. So, okay. So it doesn't have the um it doesn't have the the things that make you not like I mean it does have some sour cream. Uh you could request it without the sour cream. Given the cheese content, I would recommend requesting it without the sour cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. Um it's it's kind of a it, it is kind of a beautiful disaster. Um and I keep so uh, I just recorded an episode a couple days ago, and in that one, I was like, yeah, I don't know if I'd ever have it again. And now I'm looking at it, and I'm like, oh, man, I don't know if it's because I haven't eaten dinner yet or not, but I would shove that into my face right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that is, I think, currently one of the most like garbage food uh, things they have on the menu. It is, it, it like, it is too much cheese but in kind of a good way um so yeah that would be if you want the the like garbage taco bell experience that's your that's your boy right there that sounds so up my alley i i just might have to do that and report back to you tomorrow excellent i'm looking forward to uh hearing about how much you enjoy that and um what it does to your digestive tract because (laughs) Uh, spoiler, it may not be great. <laughs> I do have a feeling that it might, it might have, it might cause some havoc. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, so with, uh, with all that said, uh, let's move over to, uh, our other topic of discussion for the day. And that is of course, masturbation. So, uh, when it comes time to, uh, uh, sit down and uh, do have a little uh, have a little me time. Uh, what what is your usual go to for that? Um, usually, uh, honestly, that it changes up a lot as well. But um, often, like my I guess my go to would be I find myself uh, lying in bed. Usually, it's uh, right before going to sleep for the evening. Um perusing reddit and various adult reddits uh one of my favorites being gone wild stories uh okay. i do love reading some uh some some good erotic material 
Um, Excellent. I also, there are some of the the subreddits that I peruse because they're hilariously bad. I have a, a particular <laughs> love of uh, bad erotica. Um, okay. Or like... Uh, like really poorly written or poorly translated uh, doujinshi, uh, which I know Mm -hmm. I bungled the pronunciation of that, but that's fine. Um, There's something about that that always cracks me up, but I do enjoy like reading some good, uh, you know, just reading some good steamy material. Um, I find that gets the the juices flowing, as it were. I really regret using those words. (laughs) I mean it it is what it is I guess. Um yeah, I've I don't remember if I've ever actually uh checked out the the Gone Wild stories. Is that what what is it called? Yeah, just Gone Wild stories. Um, I know um there was a a bit where uh some friends were were talking up uh the Gone Wild audio subreddit um where it is, you know, people making uh recordings of of uh, you know, all sorts of adult stuff. Um, and so I, I was not, I don't think I was aware that there was a, uh, stories, uh, one, but I'm honestly not, uh, not surprised. One of the big things I have learned, uh, doing this, this podcast, uh, nine episodes in is a lot of folks like, uh, like reading their, their, uh, masturbatory materials. So I, I do, uh, I'm, I do watch some porn. But I think there's a lot of like moral issues with that. Not that there's anything wrong with porn itself, but the industry is is problematic in several ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, like, if I do, if I am in the mood for some porn, I will generally try and find you know indie produced something on OnlyFans or or something along those lines where I know that people are not being uh manipulate right. and take advantage of etc i can definitely um i can definitely em- empathize with that um i mean i'm i'm mostly a, a porn guy but like you know there there are definitely uh there have definitely been some things that i have watched where i'm like okay um it like is this is this an okay thing to watch because there's just something about the production or something, you know, going on where I'm like, is this like, is this okay? Cause I feel like it's, it's not always going to be okay when you ask that question. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely get that and I can see how like erotica would uh, would help because I think the morals of that are are a lot more uh, upfront. Yeah, um, and maybe e- even if there isn't the right word as much as ethics. Yes, yeah. yes, I think that's a better word. Whereas even if you know there, it, like if there's something problematic in something written, you can go, oh well, yeah, like I I am aware that somebody wrote this and it is garbage and bad for you know reasons xyz whereas you know i i i do feel like there are those those times where you know if you're i mean if you're just randomly clicking on stuff on like pornhub or whatever like sometimes it's like man what am i even watching like where where did this come from is everyone okay with what's going on right yeah it's not always uh it's not always clear um 
I mean, you know, even even when I do um, peruse uh, Pornhub, it's it's usually you know like the verified users, where I'm like, hey, this is you know this is them. They're they're indie uh, uh, producers, like they seem on the up and up. Um, I I do tend more towards those these days. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just looking at the website as a whole, it's not always uh, it's not always so clear. So yeah. Uh, I will also say that uh, some of my favorite porn to watch is that which I've made myself. Hey. Uh, I am uh, definitely a bit of uh, an exhibitionist and have uh, recorded several dalliances, let's say. Uh, <laughs> okay. And I do enjoy kind of, like, if, if I am feeling like I'm in the mood for some porn uh, and can't find necessarily anything that's stimulating me the way that I want it to, then I will pull up uh, one of the videos of my past that I know will uh, will get things going and enjoy that. Uh, because the the porn you make yourself is the most ethical of porn. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know that that one is, uh, you know... Uh, right. The, the ethics of that uh, production are all known to you. In the making thereof. Yes. So I have actually never made any sort of uh, such videos, um, but I do. I do get the little bit of uh, exhibitionism. Like uh, I have the past uh, four, uh, three or four years, uh, I did the Portland Naked Bike Ride, mm-hmm. and like you know, it's it's fun being like sup everyone this is i'm butt naked and i'm riding my bike down your street like you know there's it's it's not really like a a sexual thing at that point um you know maybe it is for some people but mostly i'm just like yeah this is fun and weird and like that's this is me and that's my dick and i'm riding down your street so (laughs) i keep on riding like it's just it's a weird it's a weird thing. Yeah. Um but yeah, I, I I get that um a little bit. Not definitely not to uh the the same degree, but um you know, I get that. It's there's I don't, I don't know what it is about it. Like I I I don't it's not like I like watching myself necessarily. Uh I think it's more just like I enjoy I I get aroused by the memory of of the encounter and i have some some kinks and it's i think especially tough sometimes to find uh ethical porn that can delve into some of those kinks that i feel comfortable watching but if it's something that i recorded myself going along those kinks and that's a lot more um i'm a lot more comfortable with that Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I'm certainly not uh, going to kink shame, but I do feel like uh, if you're looking for uh, specific kinks in porn, like the the sort of more you you get into that, I mean, the more it's like you know, kind of like what I was saying, where it's just like you know, I mean, I don't tend to watch a lot of like bondage or anything like that. Um, you know, I've, I have certainly seen some, but like my biggest problem with, uh, with any sort of like bondage sort of stuff is it's like, you know, you're filming this to make it look real, like, you know, 
real rough. And like you as the person watching don't know. Right. You know, like, whereas if you made it yourself, like, yeah, you know, like I, I had a safe word. We, you know, we, we know our limits. We've done this before where we're decided ahead of time, you know, what is good and what is not. And, you know, you can, you can be, uh, confident in in that right like i know that this scene was negotiated was approached in a in a safe sane and consensual way and that like this was a a combined effort of things that both parties wanted uh and it you you don't know that in in other videos and it's just harder to Harder to maintain erections when you find yourself <laughs> thinking, huh, boy, is this what? I don't know. Right. For me, the the one, like, I, I don't know what it is, but I've got a little bit of like a, a voyeurism thing mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, I don't actually want to see like, you know, hidden cameras or whatever, but like that sort of... um veneer of like yeah this is you know it's we totally set up this like secret hidden camera or whatever Mm -hmm. and i'm like but man you like you don't you don't know that that's not really like some creepy hidden shit so like it's it's a it's a whole category that i just basically if i knew uh that it was totally ethically done and everything i'd be pretty into but like it's i just can't you know do that yeah um so that that one is a real rough rough one for me so yeah i i get that completely it's it's a tricky thing um but yeah so if like that's again one of the reasons why reading erotica is a real good uh you know uh alternative i guess um is it just it just lends more to like you can probably find something along the lines of what you're looking for uh for like specific stimuli and with it being a fictional story you know that no one's getting uh taken advantage of or or mistreated in any way right that was a surprise good talk about <laughs> ethics in the pornography industry uh uh the thing the thing i love about doing this podcast is uh just as a a peek behind the curtain for everyone i don't i don't know what any specific guest is going to say ahead of time so i'm like i i literally never know where any of these conversations are going to go so that was uh a good uh good surprise but back to the specifics of when i'm jerking it yes absolutely (laughs) uh i generally like i have uh some toys that i enjoy but they're not for i don't have any toys that interact with my penis necessarily okay uh, i do have a cock sling but that's not like it doesn't stimulate the like i guess is i don't have like a, a flashlight or like a anything like that i just have like a butt plug, a peg, and a cock sling. Uh, okay. That 
I, I use to kind of heighten sensation and enjoyment. Um, but they don't, you know, I don't really have anything that specifically works the shaft, if you will. Okay. Uh, I like for the longest time was just like, just going in dry. Uh, <laughs> and was just like, I was, I was fine with that. I didn't know any better before I learned about lubes and lotions, but, uh, I guess I've never, I don't want to say I haven't seen the point in it, but I've, I've never been able to justify the expense of buying something like a flashlight. Sure. Uh, when my hand does a perfectly good job. Right. I mean, I've I've mentioned it on the, the podcast before, but I do have a flashlight. And the last time that I used it, uh, was, I'm, it's not quite as long as the last time you were in a Taco Bell. But, um, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, it, it has been literal years. Um, I mean, I, I moved into my current apartment, uh, I think, uh, two or three years ago. And it is still in the box that uh, it was moved in. Because I'm just like, you know, I mean, it's it's perfectly good. It's just a lot of effort when my hands are always there and they are always attached to me. And I don't like I can wash my hands and that's very quick and easy. And washing out a fucking flashlight is just <laughs> time intensive and uh, uh not a great way to really spend in that afterglow. So, you know, yeah, it's, it, it was, it was like, I used it more back when I was single and like, you know, like it was a special, special night. Uh, you know, I'm gonna, gonna break it out, gonna give it a go and fantastic. But now, um, you know, I don't, really see a need to to do that like you know i'm i'm sexually active which is the least cool way to say you fuck uh but that's fine <laughs> um <laughs> uh man the phrase sexually active will for always like make me think of like high school guidance counselor mm -hmm. counselors or or you know shit like that abstinence rallies or now ugh. do you think sexually active is less cool than uh i'm regularly engaging in intercourse okay you've got a point <laughs> i, I mean they're both at the bottom of the list <laughs> uh yeah they're I, they're both pretty down there um <laughs> but yeah so now it's like you know i don't i don't really need to to have those like special uh alone times so you know, I just, I literally haven't used it in, you know, years. And, um, you know, I mean, I'm not, uh, I, I think it's a perfectly fine product. Um, and I don't mean to disparage the, uh, the Fleshlight Ink. Um, but, you know, it's like, it's just so much hassle. Um, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not going to do that every day because it's a whole process that takes it, it adds another like 10 minutes just to like masturbate and i'm like i don't i can just whip my dick out and i've got hands and it's that easy yeah so 
Yeah, and and that's I guess that's been my, my stance as well for a lot of uh, the uh, penile stimulants, mm-hmm. which is a hundred percent definitely the phrase that's used. Uh huh. If you're not uh, in, regularly engaging in sexual intercourse, <laughs> you can use some penile stimulants. That's it exactly. Live moss, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's like I I. You know, I very much enjoy uh, the the butt stuff toys that I have to increase the the just the kind of the, the sensations and increase that pleasure. And then the the cock sling helps to just kind of, I guess, heighten the sensation as well. Um, like I, I really enjoy the kind of extra stuff that I get from those. Um, but yeah, I just don't see the the cost uh in terms of money and time and effort uh justifying the potential benefits and of course again i say this without ever having experienced it and am not at all trying to put any uh judgment on those who do enjoy it obviously like you do you get 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 your getting where you can hell yeah hell yeah but it's just not anything I've ever been like drawn to enough to really, you know, sink myself into, if you will. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I honestly, as at, like I said, as someone who who did spend that uh, money and time, I'm like, yeah, no, like yeah, the tracks. Like, if uh, if you honestly, I think if you don't think it would be worth the time and money. It's probably not worth the time and money. Um, I do think it is, it is uh, very much uh, specifically for, um, you know, the, the, like it's, it's always weird to me because Fleshlight is sort of that, like if there is a brand name for sex toys for people with penises, they are like the, the brand name, right? Like, Everyone, everyone, uh, I'm not gonna say everyone knows what that is, but you know, it's, it's, I, I couldn't name off the top of my head, another brand of sex toys for, uh, anyone with a penis, but I know that one. And I knew that one before I, I got it. And so I think there is this sort of idea that like, it is the end all be all of like, this is what a a sex toy for the penis is and it is it it covers all the bases it's the only one you need it's the it's the one and i'm like comparatively to like anything anyone else has talked about on this podcast it is boring <laughs> <laughs> like it is a textured tube that is shaped like a vagina and i'm like you know, if you if you feel the need to to have a a vaginal sort of sensation and you don't have access to that uh in in a human uh uh way, then like it does the job. But like you know, it's that's that's it. Um so I, I like I said, if 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 you don't think it would be for you, then I'm here to tell you it is almost certainly not uh, for you. Well, that that is good to know. Uh, 
especially coming from someone who owns one. So I appreciate that. Uh, I appreciate that input. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything else that you, uh, that you wanted to add about uh, masturbation um, before we wrap up the show? It's great. I enjoy yes. it. I um, enjoyed some this morning. Uh, Excellent. Because there is, I, I'm a big fan of uh, morning sex and sometimes just a good morning rubbing one out helps to kind of start the day, especially on a Monday, st- helps start the, the week on the right foot. There you go. So. Uh, yeah, I've, I've not really been a, a morning masturbator, uh, since I, uh, now live with my girlfriend because it's like, uh, you know, we wake up and we, you know, sometimes we have sex and if not, we're up and we're doing stuff. So yeah, I, I, now I'm like, man, am I feel, am I nostalgic for morning jerking it? <laughs> I might be weird. <laughs> okay. That's. I, of all the surprises of this podcast, no, being nostalgic for jerking off in the morning is the biggest <laughs> surprise of all. <laughs> well, I'm I'm glad to kind of trigger that nostalgia for you. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it was a pleasure chatting with you, Daniel. Um, if if anybody wants to find out more about you or any of the uh, many shows that you have a hand in uh where can they find out some of that yeah uh so they can follow me on uh twitter at dantendo64 which is where i talk about hockey and politics and the podcasts that i'm a part of and make a lot of bad jokes and sometimes come up with puzzles um or you can follow me at sharp dressed d uh, which is a uh, an account where I post specifically NSFW stuff. I'll uh, do like I do a lot of uh, rope work and like to post pictures of that. I love to just talk about uh, sex stuff because it's it's a fun thing to talk about, as I'm sure you know, Ben. Hell yeah. Um. So yeah, y'all can follow me uh, either either of those places or both. Or neither. That's fine. I won't feel super offended <laughs> if you don't. I, I know you've got uh, you've got a lot of podcasts going on at, at all times, but uh, if there is one podcast you would like uh, listeners to check out, uh, what what would you recommend to get into the the Daniel universe? Uh, I would recommend Concept Podcast. We've taken a bit of a hiatus uh, because 2020 knocked all the editing oomph out of me for a little bit. Uh, and then we had a lost episode, but we have recently re-recorded it, and it's about to be coming back out. So, uh, Concept is a podcast where we go through narrative albums, song by song, like they're episodes of a TV show, and talk about the story as it progresses. Uh, and our first season is on uh, Tommy by The Who. I'm not going to say what the second season's on, but I've already started planning it, and it is going to be an absolute hoot. So, I would highly recommend uh, checking it out for that. Nice. Yeah. And I also, I guessed it on an episode of that. You did. Go listen. All right. Well, uh, that'll do it for another episode of Ring My Bell, um, Liv Moss. And uh, (laughs) if you want to (laughs) find out uh, more about this show, there's a website, ringmybell.sexandlasers.com. 
Uh, you can send that to your friends and, and have them check out the show. There's a contact form where you can send me some info or send me some uh, email. There's also a guest form now. So if you think you've got the chops to talk to me about Taco Bell and masturbation, fill that form out and uh, we can chat. And of course, I am on Twitter at RingMyBellPod. Uh, where mostly I retweet things people tweet at me about Taco Bell menu changes and the word cum rags, which is now just a thing. So, um, I mean, listen, if you're if you are a penis haver and you are masturbating and you don't have cum rags ready to go, then you're just asking for you've, you're asking for a mess on your hands, quite literally. But um, so, uh, yes, find me there and uh I look forward to talking yet again with another guest next time about Taco Bell and masturbation. And remember, until next time, remember always, really, remember, masturbate. It's healthy. It's healthy.